And the email says, I'm transgender. F you. You know, I'm obviously said something different. <laughs> F you. I wish I had these opportunities when I was a child. Go F yourself. Us trans people have the right to exist. You have no right to take our freedoms away. America, the land of free. Huh? You're selling BS. Actually, wrote, wrote, the, uh, wrote the whole word out there. Welcome oh, back yeah. to Truth Hurts, where I oh, we expose corrupt oh. politicians and lying corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg, reading <laughs> emails of haters against us. Standing up for children. That's the whole difference here. If you're wondering why we're taking on this issue of transgenderism at the Capitol, it's because they are anti-Christian. They are going after our children. This is this is child abuse. The fact we can't all agree this is child abuse is insanity. And we're going to dive into that because we're going to talk about who the real Lee Finky is. The first transgender legislator in Minnesota. Helping me, as always, is our political junkies led by Mega Jesse. How you doing there, Mega Jesse? I'm doing good, yeah. We have a lot to expose to the Lee Finky today, and the timing couldn't be any better. It looks like the Senate is going to be voting on this transgender sanctuary state bill where they're trying to gen uh, you know, cut off the genitals and mutilate children. They want to put them on all kinds of drugs. Uh, it's not good, so... We need to fight them on every step of the battle. Hormone treatment. Too, That's right. right. Some irreversible. Of these things are irreversible. And this doesn't work well in the world of Mr. Straight Laced William Beck. Right. Right. I mean, look, a lot of conservatives will take issue with the transgender issue. They're like, ah, I don't care. Let people do what they want. That, that was the me. By the way, it, that was kind of me back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I still to this day. I don't care. I mean, I might poke fun of you with friends and stuff because it's a little goofy dressing up like a woman, you know, like the Aerosmith song. But. <laughs> I don't care. It's just when you make this public policy and you force speech, am I stealing what you were going to say away? It's force the speech to do with the children. <laughs> I didn't have anything prepared. I never okay. had a speech prepared. I just, but that, that's, <laughs> you spoke to me on that one. Cause that's yeah, who yeah. I was. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm not going to get, I, I don't, I'm a let, let live and, you know, well, kind the of problem person. is we, we can't be those kinds of conservatives. We got to draw the line somewhere because otherwise we let the left push us and push us and push us. And eventually bestiality is legalized. Pedophilia is legalized. That's like where, you got to draw the line. That's, that's literally where this thing's going is pedophilia. No mm -hmm. doubt about it. Mm -hmm. God, what was I reading the other day? Should I put in the prep for the today's show? We're going to talk about the real Lee Finky. There's so much to talk about. Running the dials, as always, back from the NAB show in Las Vegas is Dawson. Got to spend uh, four days with that young man. Learned so much. We won't have time to go into that. And reading your comments is Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Back from Florida, by the way. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> Actually, I got back into Florida, and it was pouring rain, and it was 85 degrees here, and then I came back here, and it was pouring rain. <laughs> so that was a little sad. But Looks like you're bringing the weather with you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Unfortunately, not the politics. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Lee Finky. Lee mm -hmm. Finky, if you don't know who this person is, Reverend Lee Finky, Chris Finky, a.k.a. Lee Finky, made a name change. First transgender person, so that's a transgender woman, which means – is a man pretending to be a woman okay once again you got to understand this is a public policy maker this is a person as we're going to dive into it seems to hate christianity and wants to actually take young impressionable minds and remove them from that faith mm -hmm. right That's what we're gonna talk about lee finky today so who is this Lee Finky? Lee Finky, of course, is a groomer. You know, that's what people should be 100% aware of. Lee Finky isn't just some transgender who's just expressing themselves and living their lives. No, Lee Finky is, you know, trying to target children, trying to get children to accept this transgender agenda. Uh, it's very, very disgusting. And uh, so I figured we better do some research. We better figure out who is Chris Finky. 
Who is this guy that is terrorizing children, that's bringing drag queens into the Capitol, that's pushing crazy bills, and is now the front, you know, the face of the Democratic Party of Minnesota? Uh, so I well, come let's, to... Let's, let's back up and let's talk about... I mean, it wasn't always Lee Finky. At some point, Chris Finky had to uh, <laughs> be a normal person. Yep. <laughs> no, maybe not. Yeah. So... Who was Chris Finke before becoming Lee Finke? Right, so Chris Finke, he was a writer, he was an author. I think I've read just about every single article that you can find on this Chris Finke. You got the books, Andy? I do. Sounds yeah, like so, you're a fan. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, it's we're not by in. choice. It's we're going to uh, we're gonna dive into what Finke's written. Um, so these are books we purchased. This is uh, two books here by Chris Finke. Why are you shining the camera on me? Show it on uh, uh, Jesse over there. There you go. Two books, Queerfully and Wonderfully Made. Just so you know... He bought uh, Jesse bought the second hand, so uh, that's right. I wasn't going to let Chris Finky get any of my money. I'll let you know that. That's a <laughs> and just just a quick note. He bought the second hand. They might as well have been new, right? right. It doesn't look like the person even read it. Yeah, so. thank God. You know, could be two reasons: they bought it and regretted the purchase, or they just bought it to give like a boost in sales and like let's sell right. the secondary market. Mm -hmm. What'd you have to spend on those things? You know, one of them was a little cheaper than the other one, probably about 17. Uh, one oh. of them was about 17, probably one of them was about 10. Put, so Put that book back up, the Queerfully Made one. And yeah, This one on is this. specifically designed for children. Yeah, you see that? It says, it says a guide for LGBTQ+. According to, I guess, uh, apparently Lee Finky doesn't like the IA community. <laughs> I guess um, so, yeah. Or the 2S community. Yeah, even, even well, Finky the, isn't woke Oh, yeah, enough. the 2 plus. Wait, did I get it wrong? What is it? LGBTQIA... 2S. 2S. I don't know plus, the S. 2-spirit. Yeah, but they don't put spirit. I thought that's what the plus was. Plus is everything, everything else. else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I thought that, kind of I thought the, here, I thought because the 2-spirit was something different, though. Well, even these you know gay alphabet Nazis want to... Even they know that they can't list out every single letter of the alphabet every single time they want to talk about this. So that's why they say that plus, because even they can't define the craziness that they're supporting. I think they're trying to. They're shoving more and more in there, but that's beside the point. Z-Zims, right? Mm -hmm. Can't forget the Z-Zims. Mm -hmm. Just make up crap. All right, so uh, Chris Finke. Let's talk about Chris Finke. Yep, Author, so. writer, and media of some mm -hmm. sort. Right, so I was you know, looking for uh, some of this information about who was Chris Finke. Unfortunately, he has deleted a lot of his social media a lot of uh, you know his online personality has been wiped off the face of the internet in a lot of cases. But Dawson, go ahead and pull up that first article I had sent you. So this is an article uh, that Chris Finke wrote while he was still a dude, uh, and <laughs> well, he still is a dude, by the way. <laughs> of course. But so uh, this is basically a article. Christopher Zumsky Finke is the name. That's right. And okay. so the Zumsky, uh, at least uh, at least that's how I'd say it. But uh, so that actually comes from his wife's marriage. I'm not sure about how many guys take their wife's last name in addition you know, to I theirs. I actually met a guy that – so I met a guy. I went I was in high school with a guy, and mm -hmm. I found him later on in life um, up in the cities. I'm not from the Twin Cities. And uh, he took his wife's name. And I'm old school, so you know I kind of have my bias. But then I asked him, like, I'm just out of curiosity, why would you take her name? Mm -hmm. She also was my great name. He goes, well, my dad was like a really bad person. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to carry out his name. I was like, hmm, that actually kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah, but that's... Well, about hyphenating your last name with your wife's name. Yeah, but that's... if your dad was, like, such a monster, you know, in some regards, like, do you want to carry that on name? Now, maybe well, your you grandfather was you are still carrying wasn't. it on by hyphenating it. 
if yeah. you just got rid of your last name and took your wife's. That's what he did. He completely got rid of it. Right. Yeah, I, I get I what you're like, saying with uh, someone that you knew. But, yeah, in this case, it doesn't make any sense at all because Finky kept the last name Finky in there as well. It's definitely like and, a And uh, now that thing. you know him and his wife are divorced, uh, he is still keeping the name Finky. Uh, so it's just very weird. I'm not a sure the kind of guy that... asks, if male violence is the biggest threat to women, how do I raise a kind son? Right. So what I find so shocking about this is Turn them into as a someone, <laughs> yeah, as someone who, you know, he's a fa- he's about to be a father. He's about to uh, have a new baby boy. And he's sitting there saying, I hope my son's not going to be a rapist. I hope my son's not going to be violent against women. It's like, who's thinking of that when you see a newborn? You know, he's got this totally crazy, radical oh, wait, feminist wait. So viewpoint. Read me a passage. This is what he's thinking in the hospital. I know you covered this with me. So right. we purposely, William and I, didn't go through all the notes with Jesse mm-hmm. ahead of time because I didn't want to just have some manufactured interview. You guys deserve better. Like, you guys like to learn the stuff with us. So that's why we didn't. Uh, so I know you had brought this up a month ago mm-hmm. when you first looked into it. But right. What's the passage here? So here's an interesting part of it. As I awaited our child, my awareness of news about sexual violence reached new heights and influenced how I thought about raising a boy or a girl. As a girl, uh, my early thinking followed, could be protected. I worried about her safety, but I thought that I could shelter her from the particular threats made against young women. But a boy, that really scares me. Boys are the particular threat to young women. If we had a boy... How uh, we would have to raise a man, and what kind of man would he be? So I'm kind of looking at this, and I go, it seems as if Chris Finke himself struggles with being a man, and he doesn't know how to well, raise a man well, himself. Well, y- yeah, duh, Jesse. Right. Duh. Right. <laughs> Water's wet on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's looking down at his child. Did You were alluding to some passage about that. Mm-hmm. Was that not in here? Or? Right, yeah, there's a few other parts in here. Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot I have difficulty imagining my infant son as anything other than an innocent person as he is today. My assumption is this, I'll be a good dad and he'll be a good boy, but I cannot see the future. I love him and want him him to love others, to be kind, to be aware of his actions, and to treat people with respect. I want him to learn from those men who have chosen uh, these things instead of power and abuse. So... Then he goes on to say men every, need to be peacemakers. Which and, is, yeah, which is what every good father should do, right? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, this is the typical left that there's this toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. it's just rampant, which is not rampant. It's so bullshit what they say. But obviously, yeah, there are some men that are very bad and probably are the biggest threat to a mm-hmm. young woman. No doubt about it. Right. But that's not most men. Right. No, right? exactly. That that's the way the, that he phrases that. Right. And writes the article the, the, about it. It's crazy. And exactly, because he's saying that the biggest threat to women are men. And that's not the case at all. You know, the biggest threat, uh, you know, it's it's just such a nonsensical well, argument. On. I mean, I could extract that to agree with that term, that the biggest threat to women are men, but not all men, a very small subcategory of men. Mm-hmm. But this just is the typical left. It's that men are the problem. Right. Right. It's all toxic masculinity. Right. Okay. And so there are a lot of uh, different woke articles that Chris Finke has written. If you go to yesmagazine.org, not you, Dawson, but people at home, if they want to look it up for themselves, if you go to yesmagazine.org and just go in that search bar and type in Chris Finke, you can find a whole list of crazy, crazy articles that he was writing. Uh, very, very socially woke stuff. So mostly a social justice warrior from the onset, from what you can tell. And yep. This is pre-2017, is that correct? Mm-hmm. 
So married with a child. Right, yeah. I was finding articles even from 2013. So okay. uh, from 2013 to, let's say, 2017. Was 20... he, do you know, was he always in the North Metro area? Because that's he the, represents not a always. district. Okay. Right, so not always. It from looks Minnesota? Like, uh, no. So I believe he is originally from Minnesota, but uh, he had taken a job in uh, Portland, I think, for a while. Oh, or maybe it was go. Portland or Seattle, something like that, something in Chicago. Uh, different media jobs uh, throughout. So... Lots of writing, lots of media producing, lots of uh, things like that. All right. So eventually um, there's a transition, but first he comes out, and I'm going to use their his term, queer. Mm -hmm. Comes out as queer. Yeah. Yep, that's just right. Mean, I guess assume means gay. <laughs> yeah, well. Because, you I'm know, not... the term queer, like the, the, the left's now hijacked that term. So they, they got the queer caucus. It's like their actual term. Mm -hmm. When I grew up, queer meant like you're flamboyantly gay. Like, it's like a derogatory term. Well, yeah, and, and rightfully so. A derogatory term like you're like almost overly pushing yourself amongst like a straight individual, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep. really obscene kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, but well, nowadays they like hijack that term. And I wonder if that I, – I almost don't even think they did that by, you know, just pure non-coincidence. Like they, they had some plan there to use that term. And they still mean it the way they do, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so he comes out as queer, as he says. Yeah, so go, uh, Dawson, go ahead and pull up that second article that I had sent you because in this, uh, it's one of the few places on the internet. Go ahead and scroll down a little bit because you can actually see a picture of Chris Finke before all of this transition. He looks like a normal guy. He has a beard. Uh, and, you know, most of these pictures, like I said, Finke has done everything he can to uh, wipe them off the face of the internet. But basically what's going on in this article is, is he saying that, you know, I'm finally coming out as uh, queer, and uh, what goes on after that is just insane, because remember, this is a married man. This is a guy who's supposed to be, you know, loyal to his wife, loyal to his children, not, uh, you know, engaging in extramarital in, uh, affairs, but uh, what ends up coming of his little new queer identity is he starts cheating on his wife with a man. Yeah, and that's the thing that, like, the left praises this stuff. We have been talking about Zach Stevenson, the representative from uh, uh, Noka, Noka County, uh, coming out as bisexual. And, the, you know, they <laughs> – it was you, William, that had joked, like, uh, that he, it's, he's just too boring as a just straight white male in the caucus. So now he right. – you know, if he's, he's a football player, relevant. goes to both end zones. Yeah. You get me every time. If he with those uh, plays basketball, he shoots in both hoops. <laughs> but it's like he's a married man with children. You know, mm -hmm. the beauty in the Christian faith is to have a monogamous marriage, and that's the best for raising kids because that's really what it's about is raising children. Right now, Zach in a Stevenson. stable home, and so it's like the left actually praises a not stable home. Right. But we're gonna get into this. Right. This now. is where this thing's gonna go. Is you're gonna find it's really anti-Christian with these and people. And now Zach Stevenson, he's in the queer caucus, which I find out is uh, chaired by Lee Finky. So Lee Finky is the one in charge of the queer agenda at St. Paul. Makes makes sense. Uh, you know that's exactly what the Democrats are pushing. But all right, we're uh, 15 minutes into this podcast. Uh, we are going to drop our YouTube feed. I I, I would bet that <laughs> this might be enough for YouTube to say, yeah, these guys are misgendering this person." And this we're Taking them off the internet. But anyhow, we don't want to even risk it at this point. So if you're watching YouTube, we're going to cut this feed. We're going to keep it going on Rumble. Follow us on Rumble at the Truth Hurts Show on Rumble. Um, all right. So we got to, okay, let's clear some comments before we get into some of the real meat and potatoes. Yeah, we have a couple. So um, I say tofu. 
Kate Wall for Life says gender affirming care, more like gender denying abuse. Um, That's right. And then someone said, uh, J, JN18 says, this stuff got published with garbage. Um, and then Tucker Tucker's back and he says, publishers will publish a ham sandwich these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so we have Jane Ann says, they don't allow military victims of LGBTQ and military to speak out because it makes the LGBTQ look bad. Like Nashville. Yeah, they got a woke guy in charge of the Department of Defense. I believe that. Yeah, it reads like, like Nashville. And by the way, we still don't have, we don't have the uh, manifesto from the, the supposed trans shooter in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yep, yep. they want to cover that up. Mm-hmm. And then we have one more um, from Tucker. He says, Chris is what you call a pornographic crackhead. He's done so much that he's fried his brain. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking at comments. New, new F2727. Yeah, we played that too in high school. Or not high school, but uh, oh, yeah. probably middle school. Mm-hmm. Smear oh, yeah, the, you know what? <laughs> That's <was, laughs> what everyone played back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because <laughs> you you don't want to be the guy, the guy. <laughs> oh, growing we up have, in the Midwest um, <laughs> as a boy, toxic mm-hmm. masculinity. How dare you? Yeah. Okay, so um, comes out as queer in his own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, probably praised by the left for doing this. Oh, he's so bold. But it's like mm-hmm. then you leave your wife and your kid behind. And in this case ends up getting divorced right right yeah no i i think that that is the biggest tragedy of this whole thing i think the biggest part that really gets to me is the fact that this guy is abandoning you know the father figure that he should be for his children you know now his kids will not have a father to look up to they got two crazy you know they got a mom and they got a crazy guy who's dressing like a woman who's supposed to be their dad uh so i think that's the that's the real uh problem with this do you think he's do you think Chris Fink he's got gender dysphoria in your uh psychological opinion uh <laughs> but do you do you get that sense or do you think cuz you know there's a spike in transgender people and it's like there's not a spike in gender dysphoria unless they really are turning the frogs gay <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a funny reference to uh the great Alex Jones <laughs> yep. but or is it this this I need a new identity um because there is a real confusion people have in their head. There is a, a real thing called gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he falls on the spectrum? Because if it's not that, then it's like you really are abandoning your children and being a good father figure. Right. No, I mean. Because right now you're being a not father figure. Well, mm-hmm. anybody who transitions that, has gender dysphoria. I don't That's think so. I, I, I don't think so. No, gender dysphoria is literally a confusion, like a uh, a mental disorder of not right. feeling the right thing mm-hmm. right the what people yeah, are there's alleging a, there's now all kinds is, of people faking mental disorders yes or right. well not even they wouldn't call it that but f- they, they want to be part, they, they have no community they have no maybe existence this is actually an interesting thing oh this would be a great guess for us so there was a navy seal um his name is chris beck he became Kristen beck i remember watching him on the joe rogan podcast it was so confusing to me because you can't find a more masculine job than the navy seals well yeah you can army rangers Sorry, I was army. Uh, you can't find a more masculine job, and yet he transitions to become a woman. But even he on that podcast didn't really believe he was a woman. He is now mm-hmm. detransitioned, and I was listening to an interview about it. And I don't think he's done a lot of media on it. Maybe we could get him because it was fascinating to understand how someone could do that. And it really wasn't necessarily, from my estimation, that he really believed he was a woman. He even said when he was you know 
dressed up as a woman that he doesn't he's not, he knows he's not a woman mm-hmm. right which you know i gotta imagine most mm-hmm. of these people don't you think chris finky literally says oh yeah i'm a woman i have ovaries and i can get pregnant <laughs> no you don't yeah right of course the left can't even define what a woman is right they're trying to change the definition mm-hmm but you can't change the damn science. You can't right. change reality. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, Aaron May Quaid in the Minnesota Senate said that's bunk science to say that uh, <laughs> a man is a man and a woman's a woman. Yeah, well, these are the people that uh, also told you, go get that vaccine. Someone just sent me a meme, mm-hmm. and it was um, – hold on, my, my buddy. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I won't say it. He sends me the greatest memes. It's this angry liberal at his, um, <laughs> his MacBook. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know i'm a lefty uh it's got the ukraine sticker on his macbook and it goes these unvaccinated assholes are supposed to be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh yeah. trust the science trust right the science. so um okay yeah. well so continuing yeah, on uh go. dawson go ahead and click on that third uh link that i had sent you so uh this is going to uh you know this is going to confirm some of our suspicions of what's going on with Finky. Go ahead and scroll down some, Dawson, uh, to where you're going to see the picture. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Book. Go back up to that picture there. A lot of people probably have no idea what he even looks like. Now, he doesn't have the purple hair right now. Yeah, it's always changing. It's always changing, which is another thing here, right? I don't think it's gender dysphoria. I think it's a person that's lost and needs to find some identity, which is what I think ended up with Kristen Beck. He, he never felt like he belonged growing up as a child his sister was better taken care of and so therefore he thought maybe things are better as a woman mm-hmm. i don't even think chris beck would say I, i'm very confused i think that's where finky is right wouldn't mm-hmm. you think it's the same i think so purple uh, hair blonde yep. hair right man so, woman yeah dawson go ahead and scroll down to where you're seeing the uh welcoming and affirming picture of the book yeah right in there okay so a couple paragraphs above that says and don't get mad at me for calling Finky a her. I'm just quoting what this article says. Okay, okay so Jesse. it says now using her platform as a queer woman and former Christian, former Christian. Remember that one. Okay. Uh, Finky produces films and stories centered around the queer experience. After leaving Christianity, which she considered her closet, Finky now views the church simply as her workplace. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so right think there. about that. Think what about a that. statement to say the church is just your workplace. You know, it's just a means to making money. But more importantly, what kind of insane pastors and church administrators and congregations are allowing someone who despises the faith to come use them as their workplace? Mm-hmm. That's a. It's well, a joke, and- but we all in the Twin Cities know this very well. These guys, these aren't churches. They have a steeple. Do they still have crosses on those? I don't even know. <laughs> Good God. Might be racist. Jesus may not have died for your <laughs> sins. Eh, it's kind of it's uh, up in the air. I think the mm-hmm. bigger point, which I think you've been touching on here, is that the workplace, well, what kind of work are you trying to do? Well, you're trying to groom and indoctrinate kids away from the faith. That's right. And I'm seeing them less and less uh, scared to admit that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? I think they're fine with admitting it at this point. I mean, yeah, this is grooming in the ultimate definition of the word. You know, this is saying I am targeting children to sexually exploit them with, uh, you know, ideas and uh, things that should never be in their mind. I want to confuse children. What an evil person who says that they want to confuse children and tell children that they're born in the wrong body. You know, especially because God got it wrong in a spiritual setting. Right. You know, the wrong body because God got it wrong. Right. There's no there's no argument to that. Uh, So, you know, and and you. 
you guys, you probably have children, you know, at home or grandchildren, depending on your age, watching this thing. And th this is it. This is they're coming for your children, too. Now, if your child at all has some kind of confusion and thinks that they might be the opposite gender, they're literally willing. And this is what they're going to vote on on Friday, apparently, in the Senate, mm -hmm. willing to allow that person to get hormonal treatment. Uh, maybe general mutilation, which is probably less of the case, but even irreversible hormone treatments terrible. Mm -hmm. As young as three years old. Mm -hmm. Well, and those are the drugs they use to castrate sex offenders. Correct. Right? Yes. So, um, so that's what if 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 your child's not that because that's once again that's a small percentage. They're trying to tweak your children's belief system mm -hmm. as and then like um, compel speech so that you have to, you know refer to people in the way that in the manner that they want to and it's so ridiculous where they got like a hundred different genders too mm -hmm. like, there's no end to how stupid it is but when a young boy sees someone that exhibits the female characteristics it's okay if he uh you know or i'm sorry it's clearly a man is not going to refer to it as a woman mm -hmm. but they're going to try to correct that and indoctrinate and groom your children right. and we saw this um forgot to mention this last was it last week god time flies Doss and i were in las vegas for the national association of broadcasters show so we i think it was last week where they were going to do this uh event it was called what was it called the not transformation day um oh, it was the, the fair. transgender day of transgender day of uh, day fair yeah so no, go to actionforliberty.com i think it's on there they end up it was going to be in an elementary school and it got changed venue change elementary school drag queen story hour moves location after pressure from Action for Liberty and Patriots. Gender Resource Fair is what it's called. It was going to be at mm. Loring, Loring Elementary School in Minneapolis. They changed the venue thanks to the pressure from you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you guys do at home is just unbelievable. By the way, uh, Jesse and William will be leaving after the show. They're, they're meeting up with volunteers. Vol we have volunteers in St. Cloud and Hastings and Cottage Grove and other areas pressuring these legislators, these senators, on this vote that's coming up tomorrow. And thank you. If you're one of the volunteers, thank you so much for doing it. A lot of people donated, too. Go to actionforliberty.com. Thank you for donating. We actually have phone callers right now uh, mm -hmm. on the phones uh, calling uh, constituents in these districts, and they're patching through, and they're going to these legislators doing wonderful work. Your donations help that cause, and I, I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. we got We're some flyers here. We're going to be these bad boys out here. This is Eric Putnam. This guy's a uh, creepo. Mm -hmm. um, this, guy is, this is the one that uh, Jesse – was at the town hall and gave him some stern words on him trying to violate the Second Amendment. Yep. You got another one there, too, looks like. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the Seaberg one. Grant Hoschild up in um, Ely, mm -hmm. International Falls. Robert, Robert Kupak up in Moorhead. You got a comment? Go ahead. Let's read the comment. Yeah, we have a question um, from Andrea on Facebook. She says, what's the bill number they are going to vote on tomorrow? Well, do we know if they're passing the House bill or they're just going to the Senate version if there's any difference? It's guys? the Senate version. It's the Senate version. Do you know what the difference is? It's just the Senate version of the House bill. Right, but there's why wouldn't they just pass the already passed House House bill? Right, there's you would think there's difference. some kind of difference. Uh, uh, but I'm from, not sure not from what, what I saw, but I mean, it's, it's so uh, we SF think that whatever happened, what, uh, if it passes tomorrow, it goes to the governor's desk. Governor Walls, who ran as a moderate in 2018, will sign this thing. Mm -hmm. Child abuse. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yep. Let's pull up the article on actionforliberty.com. Uh, Senate to vote on trans sanctuary bill this Friday. So we're going to take a minute here and then we're going to get to Lee Finky, what he has to say to 
young Christian teens. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make any mistake about it. they are going for your children. Uh, so that's Lee Finky. There's a million pictures of Lee Finky. It's, it's yeah. interesting. There's times we write stories of legislators and we have maybe three, maybe two good pictures to pick from. Lee Finky's all over. Yeah. All right. Scroll down there. There's four centers I think you should spend your time on. There's emails, phone numbers. A lot of people have been calling, especially if you live in these districts. Judy Seberg, Senate District 41. Thank you to Tony Jurgens, former Republican, for endorsing her instead of a good patriot, Tom DePel. That was the closest election. That's what gave the balance of power to the the Democrats, mm-hmm. won by 321 votes. So all all uh, selfish little Tony Jurgens had to do was flip 100 and – was that 121 or 100 – I can't do math right now. A very small amount of votes. A very small amount of uh, people. Uh, 160. Yeah. 161 votes. That's all you had to do. Jeez, Jake, do some math. Uh, That's uh, Hastings all the way up to Lake Gamble. It's actually my senator, uh, unfortunately. Grand Hothschild, that's International Falls all the way through the Boundary Waters to Grand Marais. So moose population. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob Kupak, that's up in Moorhead area. Just outside Detroit Lakes. I think his district ends outside of Detroit Lakes. Eric Putnam, that's St. Cloud, St. District 14. We'll go back to that at the end. Um, those are the people that need to hear from you. If they vote for this tomorrow, if you're watching this at, past this vote and they voted for it, everyone needs to know about it. Mm-hmm. This is child abuse because what it does is it says if a, if a, let's say, a mother brings her child from a different state that protects children, which are a bunch of states, and the left is like, these are the awful states, these terrible red states. They're just trying to protect children. Mother could take her child against the uh, laws of that other state, and Minnesota will not abide by those laws, and they'll allow that kid to get hormonal treatments or gender mutilation surgery. Mm -hmm. That is the big legislation that the democrats are pushing and tim walls has already said he's going to sign this thing mm-hmm. you know it's all you just can't believe how radical the democrats democrats have gotten this quick mm-hmm. i hope we answer that question fine do we have any other questions before we um move on um no we don't have any other okay all right and you know one thing i want to get into before we start digging into the uh children ends of things and all the stuff going on there i want to take things from the political end of things and kind of understand how did we end up in a spot where this kind of person is allowed to be a state representative so i was doing digging into the endorsing convention that the democrats held in uh 66a which is the house district of finke Bad, and Venice heights is that yep right? yep so uh and what i was finding was there were three candidates who showed up to the endorsing convention it was a guy named yakasa Wehi, who is a falcon heights city councilman Lee Finke, and Dave Thomas. Uh, so, Yakasa Wehi, what I was actually finding about this guy, he actually appeared to be the establishment choice. I was finding that he was endorsed by uh, John Choi, who is the Ramsey County attorney, uh, Julie Strahin and Wayne Groff of the Roseville City Council, the Minnesota Association of Professional Employees, uh, State Representative Dan Walgamot, uh, State Representative Esther Agbage, and... Uh, Abage. Abage, whatever. And state representative <laughs> Athena Hollins. And then a Ramsey County commissioner. And at the beginning, Finky wasn't lining up these endorsements at all. So what was going on was the Democratic establishment uh, was saying, way he is our guy. Uh, and he's this uh, black immigrant. Uh, I think he's from Nigeria. So, uh, you know, I, and all of a sudden, 
You know, so the endorsing convention happens. Dave Thomas is eliminated. (laughs) You know, the Democrats in their oppression Olympics are like, oh, we got a immigrant black guy. Oh, wait a second. Move him aside. We got the (laughs) we got the transgender person. Yeah, exactly. That's better. Right. I know. More oppressed. I almost wonder, like, you know. That's what they do. Right. 100 percent. That's what they do. Yep. That's why the guys like Zach Stevenson, the straight white males, got to recreate themselves because it's just like. They want to remain relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and not I mean, you fun. look at Finky, like you look at all these uh, social media posts from these left wingers. They all want a picture with this guy. Mm-hmm. They all want to promote this guy. He's the superstar of the Dem- DFL party. Which is, right this now. is why the Democrats and left are so morally bankrupt. It's like that's what they do is they look at the skin. They look at these um, terrible, uh, shallow, like shallow things. Whereas in like at least. Well, I don't want to just say Republicans. Um, good people like the rest of us and you at home, we look at the content, the character, the beautiful words of Martin Luther King Jr. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. What you believe in, it's what you do. It's how you how you navigate the world. If you have good ethics and morals, but they don't. They care about just the identity. Yep. So the first round of the endorsing convention goes on, and Yakasa Wehi is ahead of Lee Finky according to the first round of the votes, and. I, I'm sure a lot of our supporters and a lot of the people watching have been to uh, an endorsing convention before. It's the same rules. you got to get 60% of the support in order to have the endorsement. Uh, nobody was able to do that in the first round. Uh, so that meant this uh, Dave Thomas, who was in last place, gets knocked off the ballot. They do another round of voting. Uh, so the second round of voting uh, all of a sudden made it a perfect tie between Yakasa Wehi and Lee Finke. Uh then they both agree, okay, let's just take this to a primary. Uh, if it's perfectly evenly split, they're not going to convince them to uh, make an endorsement that day. Uh, so it seemed as if everything is moving to a primary. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I think probably because of DFL pressure, I'm sure the Democrats were getting to this guy, but Yakasa Wehi all of a sudden announces he's dropping out of the race. And, uh, he, and the only excuse he has is that he wants to spend more time with family. You know, we hear that excuse all the time in politics. There's always more things going on behind the scenes uh, than are actually being shown. So I wonder, who was it within the Democratic Party that was pressuring this guy out? And uh, why was the Democratic Party so hell-bent on making sure that Finky was their nominee? And you obviously are asking that rhetorically because we mm-hmm. all understand that's exactly what they want. They mm-hmm. want they That's what they do. They, they want this queer caucus. They want to have the first transgender male, which is a transgender female, mm-hmm. right? Lee Finky, really Chris Finky. They got the uh, the non-binary. What what is um the one from Duluth? Alicia Two Spirit. Yeah, she's Two Spirit. She's the Two Spirit one. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. There's a non-binary one as well. Mm-hmm. Good God, I can't remember their names. Bri- so they got a Brian Curran. Yeah, Brian Curran. That, that le- That's that a non-binary lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> non-binary. Yeah. They got the Two Spirited. I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. It's they. Yeah, Alicia. They, I can't think of they na- their name. <laughs> Alicia. Yeah, Alicia Kozlowski. <laughs> That's what it is. So, Alicia, what was it? Kozlowski. Kozlowski. Yep. And we looked up. She looked like or a Kozlowski. Maybe too, I don't know. Not so long ago. It's like yeah. Hacked up her hair and put That's, on those liberal glasses. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. That's the one with like the dead eyes, right? The, yeah, yeah. 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 And that press, co- the press conference on this transgender bill. Right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep, By the way, so I, I don't want to like be mean spirited to a lot of just people that are going through confusion and stuff like that we're we're poking fun at these people that are in the public spotlight they're literally creating public policy that's very bad child mm-hmm. abusive stuff 
Well, yeah, don't, um, has, don't, don't hesitate to believe that they would definitely make fun of us, too. Well, they we pretty much situation. call us uh, Nazis and... Racist, racist, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, MAGA Jesse and MAGA Republican is the largest threat to America's mm -hmm. democracy. So that's what they say. Uh, like Anybody literally, the right uh, the, uh, they say far worse things about <laughs> us, right? Yep. Right. So, geez. yeah. So anyway, this goes on, and uh, you know, luckily, this Dave Thomas decided he. Oh, by was the not way, going not Dave Thomas of Wendy's, just in case you're yeah, confused. Yeah, right. He's can. He's going to continue making great burgers, never frozen, <laughs> in square, because he doesn't cut corners. Yep. That's Dave Thomas, the guy of Wendy's, not this Dave Thomas. That's right. So you never heard that joke before. <laughs> that, that took, that took William a good 10 seconds to get that joke. <laughs> yep, but so all of these major... <laughs> I never, look at that. He I never just made got those it. connections. You never made that <laughs> connection? That's why, that's why they're square. Well, we never talk about this. Why they're square we've patties. We've never talked about this Dave Thomas guy before. Mm -hmm. Okay, there Not you the go. Wendy's guy. I'm familiar with him. But. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so all of a sudden, all of these major endorsements shift over to Finky. That's what happens after this Yakuza way he drops out. All of the endorsements move over to Finky. So Including that's why. Uh, Dan Wolgamat, Sylvester the Dan Wolgamat, yeah, exactly. And well, uh, John the, Marty. He got the, the coveted Wolgamat uh, yeah. uh, endorsement. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. Uh, but anyway, so Dave Thomas, he is a candidate. He was someone who was actually a part of the Independence Party. He had run for U.S. Congress, and he had run for the State House before with the Independence Party. Uh, he seemed to be more liberal. You know, he seemed to uh, lean more liberal on the side of things. But More liberal uh, than... Not not Finky, no. I'm saying just in general, he was more, oh. more left-leaning than right-leaning. Uh, but I like that he was, you know, coming from a third party... Uh, all of that stuff, and I, I, I could tell were, that he... I thought he was comparing him to Fink. No, no, no. No, I realized I was wording in a kind of weird like way there. communist or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, he continues to go on to the primary. He's focused on things like term limits and removing lobbyist control and uh, stuff that actually seems to make a little bit of sense here and there. So we think uh, that basically the Democrats really wanted Finky. This was going to be their poster child for right. the transgender. Now, I don't know how high up it went, but... There was a very famous press conference. You can go back. It's one of our best-watched shows. When is that, like a month, month and a half ago, where Walls mm -hmm. parades a six-year-old up on stage to talk about genital mutilation surgery for six-year-olds, as young as six years old? I yep. think at this point it's even down to three-year-olds. Right. That's how crazy it is. Right. So, so let's get past uh, – Well, and one last thing here. So according to the Campaign Finance Board, uh, Dave Thomas, the one who ran against Finky, unfortunately he lost the primary to Finky. But what I found out was Paula Overby, who some people may remember as the uh, transgender legal marijuana now party candidate who would also, you know, kind of be a perennial candidate. Uh, what I found out is Paula Overby, someone who, you know, uh, is a transgender, supported Dave Thomas over Lee Finke. And uh, speaking with some of the people that knew Paula Overby, because Paula Overby is now dead, but uh, speaking to people that knew Paula Overby, uh, it sounds like uh, they didn't like that. Finky was all about trying to transgender the children up, uh, trying to do the drag queen story hours. I guess Paula Overby was against all of that kind of stuff. So I find it very interesting that there is even a division within the transgender community on Finky because of how extreme and radical Finky is. Uh, so yeah, and I, I I didn't know Paula well, but actually Paula came to our uh, uh, Christmas event. Yeah, twenty twenty two or no twenty twenty one, I think. I think he was like of the uh uh chris um the navy seal guy's name i can't think of it right now uh, chris chris beck of mm. that kind of camp mm -hmm. 
some confusion there, right? Yeah. Not bought into this full on leftist craziness. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing, right? The, the whole LGBTQ community, like log cabin Republicans, don't even believe in all this crap. Right. Um, yeah. And there's the gays against groomers. You know, there's yes, all kinds of organizations yes. that are, you know, uh, you know, either gay or transgender or something else, but they're against what's going on because they but see how evil it is. Here's the thing, and this is this is the cult mentality of the left. When you come out against it, you are shunned. You are, I mean, threatened. And this mm -hmm. is pretty well documented. I know Chris Beck brings this up, of course. No relation, by the way. I, yeah, no, no relation. <laughs> Chris Beck's an interesting character. I'm just going to put it that way. I got a great bit of respect for people who serve in those kind of roles in mm -hmm. combat. So I don't mm -hmm. think anyone's going to threaten Chris Beck. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a person that's a killer, a trained killer, right? Um, but there are some people that speak out. I think uh, Liz Collin with Alpha News did a great interview with a, now I'm going to have to remember this, a woman who transitioned to man went back and spoke out about how bad it was that mm -hmm. we played it on this show. Mm -hmm. I think it was a young person, too. It was a young person, yeah, in the young 20s. And you really feel bad for that individual. Mm -hmm. I think it was a girl that transitioned. Yeah, yeah it was a girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, so let's get into the real essence of it, because this is yeah. when we look into Lee Finky, and there's probably more to learn about, but we wanted to bring you what we found out about this person on mm -hmm. the eve of supposedly passing this awful legislation. Yep, um, so... What I found out Hold was, up that book again. I, right. I want to go into this. Yeah, book. I want to get into it too. So I found out that the publishing group that Lee Finky was a part of was called 1517 Media. And uh, it was through that publishing company that Finky got in contact with Beaming Books and Broadleaf Books, which are the people who published these two books here. So what I, I did some digging to see, well, who are these companies? What do they stand for? And these companies claim to be Christian. Broadleaf, uh, Broadleaf Books and uh, Beaming Books claim to be Christian uh, publishing companies, and they are publishing the work of someone who is not a Christian, someone who is trying to influence Christianity, and someone who is trying to dissuade children from Christianity. Uh, so this group, 1517 Media, Beaming Books and uh, Broadleaf Books, those are you know three places that conservatives need to boycott because they are, you know, Totally misinterpret, you know, they're whoa, twisting whoa, whoa. the... Uh, Who are you to start talking about boycotting Mr. Budweiser? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, <laughs> look at what I'm saying here, man. Well, are these actual publishers, or do they just publish the same left-wing nonsense? Say what? Like, are these actual Christian publishers, or do they, do they just publish left-wing stuff? Well, they, yeah. they publish a whole bunch of different stuff, stuff for children, stuff for yeah, adults. Yeah, have you looked at, like, their catalog? It'd be interesting. Maybe they got a market of this exact crap. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, is this their right. stick? Or is I, I don't think just, that's a they, good question. And they're like yeah. Lee Finky masquerading as a Christian. The problem with Finky is he talks too much. Mm -hmm. And so now you got a public statement saying, I'm not a Christian, right? Yep. But maybe they uh, aren't as dumb and they still masquerade as Christians. Let's just be honest about the and modern. And I've seen left online. Let's be but. honest about the modern evangelical churches, right? A lot of them are masquerading as Christians. They really aren't, right? Whoa, whoa. Why are we picking on evangelical churches? Well, I, th I think for the most part, the Catholic Church at least is rooted still in Christianity, right? You know, you could find well, We maybe, could have a long conversation. We could have a long conversation on that. but yeah, I That's think, a debatable one. Well, all right. Bridget and I will take you guys on on that one, right, Bridget? <laughs> You're not Catholic. I'm I'm actually Lutheran, that's right, but uh, I'm about as close to Catholic as they come as a Lutheran. <laughs> I, I believe pastors can get married. <laughs> that's one of the. <laughs> that's probably one of the 
differences. Right. Yep, you actually so, can have a married priest. It goes all the way up to the Pope, by the way. Right. And so here's what I found out about. Uh, here's what 1517 Media said uh, about Beaming Books, the one who made this book for children here, the one that published it on behalf of Finky. 1517 Media says about them, quote, children books that help children thrive emotionally, socially, and spiritually. So do we think that this book here is helping children thrive emotionally, socially, and spiritually, or do we think it's dissuading them from it? Well, we don't know, Jesse. We haven't got into it yet, so let's put put that cover up, zoom in on this. So once again, I want you to understand this book, Queerfully and Wonderfully Made by Chris Finke. Does it say, oh, it says Lee Finke on it. So that it does, is yeah. Lee Finke. A guide for LGBTQ+. He doesn't like the two-spirited folks. <laughs> guess not. Or the... Uh, what's the A? It's not ambidextrous. It's uh, asexual. Asexual. <laughs> Christian teens. Wouldn't be surprised if ambid- ambidextrous people are in there soon. <laughs> I got a... My head went one direction. I'm not going to even bring that up <laughs> after the show. <laughs> um, maybe uh, when we do... My head's um, not going there. I'm genuinely <laughs> curious. <laughs> well, it took you 10 seconds to get the squared corner joke. It's taking me longer than that on this one. <laughs> Um, maybe when we start, um, doing like show supporters, we'll have like a after hour show or whatever for supporters. And then we can really go to our humor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does this book say? Because this is targeted towards, uh, young Christian teens. Yep. Yep. And, and, and I've seen Finky in interviews say that this is for basically anyone 13 and up. Okay. So this is the ideas. These are the ideas that Finky thinks, uh, should be going to your 13 year old child's mind. So go ahead and start with that page there. Look at that. It says, help, I'm a horny, queer teenager. So this is a book that's supposedly pretending to be Christian. It's talking about how children feel horny and what to do about it. So it goes on to say in here things like uh, the simplest question, the simplest sex question is, should I have sex or not? The simplest answer is maybe. (laughs) How crazy is that? That's what Finky's saying. Christians to maybe. kids, to kids. Churches, churches are my workplace. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Sex. Bible's kind of. Well, they don't really mention much about uh, out of marriage sex. You know, nothing. nothing yeah. Really right. About that. I know. Like, just you, you know, get past the transgender or the gay part of it. Just even if it was a book on straight and answered it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yep. No, I know it doesn't make any sense. Because, yeah, because yeah. we exactly because you wouldn't be telling children or teenagers to have sex, s- straight sex either. You know, it doesn't. It, uh, it just goes to show that it's it's pretend. It's not it's not actual Christianity in this. The gospel according to Lee Finky. Yeah, much more than Mark, Luke, and John, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so let's go on to another part of this book here that I think is just appalling. Go ahead and zoom in on that. Can I look at porn? So, again, this is a book for children uh, that is talking specifically about pornography and how, uh, you know, you should even watch queer pornography because, you know, you're not going to learn about queer sex in school. So you should be watching it on the Internet. You know, it's just like, what are we talking about here? You know, uh, because, you know, this book is saying, you know, you got to learn how queer people have sex because it's not just normal sex. You know, it's all kinds of touching and, you know, it's like sex is a man with a woman, you know. And, uh, you know, for Finky to be suggesting that children should be going on the Internet, looking at porn, looking at, you know, crazy gay stuff 
and uh, you know, no parent should ever allow their children to be reading this book. It's terrible. This is very entertaining watching Jesse uh, dive through the chapters. Of this I know. Book I, I, I went his, through uh, this entire propaganda book. You know, I, I'm, I'm a. Yes, a, Jesse's job was to read this book. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you couldn't pay me uh, to read that. Yeah, uh, right. actually, you said you would wouldn't mind reading it too, William. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, yeah, that was a joke because Jesse was paid to read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, let's see here. Uh, how do I know when I'm ready for it? We mean sex. That's so, very funny. That's very funny on Lee Finky's part. Yeah, so how do I know when I'm ready for it? We mean sex, okay? So uh, basically, Finky is telling kids that, you know, it's all up to you. Uh, it's ever whenever you're comfortable with it. So, you know, it's not telling children, no, you probably shouldn't be having sex. It's telling kids, you know, go ahead, pursue it, do whatever you want, you know. Uh, and then... The very next chapter, how do queer people even have sex? Okay, so Finky decides to, you know, oh, I better put it in writing, put it in detail so these children can learn how to have queer sex with each other. And, you know, some of the description is not even sex. Like I was saying, it's just touching. It's, you know, they say, oh, it could just be, it could just be, I don't even want to say, you know. No, I am actually now really interested. We're off YouTube, right? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay, how about this? The freedom of queer sex. Don't tell your straight friends, but you're going to have much better sex than they are. The beautiful thing about queer sex, like queer relationships and queer life in general, is that there are no norms or assumptions or pre-existing roles to play. We challenge and reject stereotypes and expectations by just doing anything. So when a man has sex with a woman, there are certainly expectations of what sex will be pretty close to the culture that has taught them what it should look like. But when two women or two men or a trans woman and a non-binary person or a trans man and a gay man get in bed together, there is no pre-existing assumption about what the heck is going to happen. Yeah, I'm actually really confused on what happens. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that goes that, in there and where goes to here and what and what. And according to Finky, it's anything goes. You get to just determine whatever you want. And that's the message to children. Uh, it's crazy. Choose your own adventure book there. That's right. And... You know, if you want to go on an adventure, Lee Finky says, can I go to a local queer sex shop and why should I? So, you know, that's... Wait, the, that exists? They have queer sex shops? Aren't they all something... I'm pretty sure kids, like, legally can't go in there, right? You would hope not. Oh, well, I mean, if they like, stores get, have policies well, hold on. against them. How dare you? When your children tell you something, you need to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, and you're not allowed to question I'm Peggy it. Flanagan. We need to listen to our children. <laughs> especially six-year-olds who That's think they're a girl parenting. right now. Great parenting. Mm -hmm. That's great parenting. Don't you know? I bet, I bet her kids have a diet of candy, too. Mm -hmm. Got to listen to them. Got to listen to them. Yeah. Jeez, my children, if they just got to pick their food. Yep. So and so it goes on here. Why go to a queer sex shop? There are many places where a queer person can go to shop for queer specific merchandise in a judgment free environment. We especially want to highlight how beneficial such a place can be for trans, gender queer, and non binary teens. There are places that you can often buy and learn how to use all kinds of queer garments, including gaffs, binders, and corsets. It's crucial to learn how to use these items. And, uh, you know, it goes on to continue. I like on with how the... this book is very Christ centered, you know, for, for uh, LGBTQ <laughs> yeah, right. Christian teens. Very Christ centered. And that's book. the thing, you know, because is, Finky is doesn't... actually Jesus mentioned one time in this book. Uh, I can't remember it, honestly, you know, because Finky... I think I've heard you say queer about 30 times. In, uh... <laughs> right. 
summation of this book. As, no, and, and was Finky Jesus says Finky mentioned one time in the book. <laughs> right, and Finky says that I'm not here to make the argument that you know to prove that you can coalesce these ideas. You know, the Christian and queer stuff. You know, I'm just trying to help the children that are in Christian families. That's one thing that I found. He says. You know, he's not even helping Christian teens. This book is for teens and Christian families. So he's looking for people to leave the faith. Uh, and th- there's uh, plenty of other things in I'm here. I'm curious after. if we got queer sex shots. Will you Google that real quick? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Deep State Dawson's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We'll track that stuff if people Jesse. look that up. Right. And then, you what know. What do you got, Bridget? Tim, um, Tim Woolery on Facebook wants to know how I can sign up for the MAGA Jesse's Book Club. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would That's be a really good idea. The Maga Jesse book club. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Diving into the craziest left wing books out there. Man, <laughs> Something like that. We would might be need good. to start that. Yep. So yeah, there, there's all kinds of things in here. If you go to the well, back, okay, let's talk a, about, I, I thought there was something about what if your pastor is teaching, um, against what was that? Right. Right. Phrase? Yeah. Let, let me find that specific chapter here. So, uh, yeah. Again, is my church's teachings abusive, and can I leave it? There you go. Let's show that chapter. Which one is that? So go ahead and take a look at that. So basically, this is a chapter, and there's multiple chapters that basically go over this, but basically telling kids, like, you're not wrong. Your pastors and parents are the ones that are wrong. You should live your truth, live your life however you want. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, if, if, I'm uh, guessing the main audience here, the pastors are wrong. You yeah, know, of the, course, <laughs> you know, that that's the thing, because, you know, pastors and anyone who is a faith leader should tell children that are confused about their gender, you know, they should give them help. They shouldn't be trying to convince these kids to change their gender. Uh, so, you know, and so I guess, you know, according to Lee Finke, anything that doesn't completely affirm transgenderism is abusive, you know, so unless we totally bend the knee and accept every single one of their uh, demands— they're never going to be happy, and we're the evil ones for it. Yeah. All right. Well, this is where this whole thing's going, in my opinion. It's just grooming children. And that's really what, you know, they're not even they're not even hiding that agenda. No. Right? They're just right out there in in the face of everybody. Do we? Did you uh, hyperlink the uh, transgender? Mm-hmm. Okay, go back to the Action for Liberty article we last had pulled up. And you guys at home can go to actionforliberty.com to read about this. The bill that they're bringing up, scroll up. We have it hyperlinked. There you go. Um, is it a confirmation? No, no, no. Where's the hyperlink, William? To uh, the bill? Yeah, to the no, to the article we had before. Uh, March. Okay, click on March there. There you go. So this was passed at 5 a.m. in the Minnesota House. There's uh, Dave Lizgard skipping out on that very important vote. Oh, I should mention this. So the Minnesota Senate is a uh, slight majority by Democrats, 34 to 33, right? One Democrat votes against the bill. The bill doesn't pass. One Democrat's gone. The bill doesn't pass because you don't have a majority. Mm -hmm. That's how important it is. Likewise, if a Republican doesn't show up, because I don't know any Republicans supporting this, but if a Republican doesn't show up, a Democrat can avoid the vote. So you need all 33 Republicans showing up for that vote, right? One Democrat, and we showed you the names of those Democrats that are most vulnerable, can stop and kill this bill. And what this bill does is it takes a a law of another state that's trying to protect an individual 
like an individual uh, child as young as I don't think there's an age limit. Do I have that right? No age limit on this. Right. But they prayed at a six year old out there on stage with with uh, Tim Walsh. Exactly. That means there's no age limit. You know, if they're willing to do a six year old, they're willing to do anything. Um. And then in this article, and you can go back and read this one, it talks a little bit about the amendments that the Democrats killed. But essentially what this bill does is it allows the uh, children of a different state, it loses their protection from this awful genital mutilation surgery or hormonal treatment. You know, I always think of the mutilation surgery as the worst, but hormonal treatment, that's irreversible. It could be just equally as bad. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't we talk about that in the show that the mutilation surgery doesn't really work? Your body then tries to... Mm-hmm. you know overcome it and it just ugh. well it right. depends on what you're doing if you're manuf- this is a little gross but as long as we're going here if you're manufacturing a fake penis yeah your body's probably going to reject that right mm-hmm. but i mean there's no way your body can reject chopping off healthy breasts like what's it going to do mm-hmm. right get infected at most i'd assume right yeah let's go to some comments let's hear what you guys have to say bridget what do we have here, I'm sure Tucker's weighed in quite a bit. Yeah, we have um, Kathy, though, on Facebook says, how do they sidestep the well-known scientific fact that the human brain is not developed until age 25? The That's era- right. Yeah, the prefrontal cortex isn't even fully developed to 25. Mm-hmm. Now, at some point, we do have to, as a society, define what the age of the majority is, what a grown adult is. We generally say 18. I say generally because you can't serve in Congress till 25. You can't own a handgun. That's actually changed according to a lawsuit. But I think generally it's actually 21. 21. I think we now cigarettes is 21 in the state mm-hmm. of Minnesota. Yeah, Drinking is 21. You can go to war and die for your country at 18. You have to sign up for selective service by then. Mm-hmm. So I think 18 is a reasonable. Yeah. I was think 18 plus you got a high school diploma. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to remember what state it was. It might have been Arkansas, but it was it was some southern state that has, you know, the transgender law that actually uh, requires people to wait for three months or something like that and really think through their decisions before they are allowed to go and, you know, get the approval for the surgery. I'm not sure if that's the best idea or not because it just gets government in, involved and stuff. But, you know, I. Uh, as long as it's blocking kids, you know, that that should be the, the main rule, honestly. Yeah. Well, government exists to protect the rights of the people, and minors cannot consent. Right. Whether it's three months or ever. Yeah. Is, is this three-month rule for all transgender surgeries, or is it It or? was for, well, and also the law says that you got to be 18. So yeah. it was for yeah, people so over 18. I think generally that's a good idea anyway. But you disagree but. with us that an adult shouldn't even be able to get the treatments. Didn't you take that position, William? Yeah, yeah, I have taken that position because um, I think these surgeries should be criminal. It really does leave people in a worse position, and the suicide rates continue to climb, uh, regardless of whether or not you get the surgery or treatment or you don't. Mm-hmm. But even so it's if really it was... detrimental for society, and we can't allow this to generate. See, I, I, to I come down on this standpoint. Well, yeah, I guess if you broaden out to society, but I just think an, an adult individual should be able to make up a decision even if it's harmful to themselves right but you can make the argument that someone hang gliding is a very dangerous thing or any kind of extreme sport but they should have the right to do it i mean you can make that argument i when i I know we opened the show (laughs) and you did make that argument when we opened (laughs) the show um i kind of complained about conservatives who say well this is okay this degeneracy over here is okay but this is where we got to draw the line 
But the problem with that is you eventually keep pushing the line. It's societal standards form your worldview. Mm-hmm. You really got to have a set standard of values. And for you guys, it's liberty, and that's awesome. Um, <laughs> and for you, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I used to be Mr. more of a Straight libertarian. Mr. Lace himself. There you go, William. I used to be more of a libertarian, but watching oh. what's happening to kids, watching people like Lee Finky exist and pushing their ideology onto kids. Well, that's I, it. I, don't I mean, we all should. agree with that. With the Regardless kids. of whether or yeah. not it's legal, though, it's still going to happen, and that's the problem. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. All right, let's go back to your comments. Um, so we have Tucker is here, and he said he'd gladly – join um jesse's book club in a heartbeat <laughs> awesome oh, i do think it's actually a great idea people would be interested um but then i just have one more from tucker he says any person who sterilizes a child should be put to death and elon musk is calling for this which i yeah never saw that elon musk is saying that mm-hmm. yeah no i had seen um, that too that elon musk is calling out the uh transgender agenda for children so uh, that's a good sign of things because Elon Musk. It's hard to tell if he's if he's on he our side or Biden. not. You know? He admitted to voting for Biden in yeah. the BBC interview, which was a great interview. That was so much fun to watch. That mm-hmm. like that stupid journalist. Like you realize the guy's a genius, right? Yeah. He tried lying to his face and mm-hmm. just backfired. We, I think we played that clip on our last show. Yeah. What else we got here? We want to hear from you guys. Um, we have a comment from Bill. However, you say his last name. So says please share this graphic on the show to display what other states laws what other states laws are about che- our child sexual surgeries and then he put a link so hmm. if jesse wants to throw that did up we there. look at the link yet nope i haven't so <laughs> did you say if jesse wants to throw it up there did you call deep state no. dawson the wrong name <laughs> oh maybe i said jesse sorry <laughs> i mean dawson <laughs> i do it too i don't know why it is what? like what? that dawson <laughs> yeah hey i gotta tell a story about uh, dawson Dawson's never shot a firearm before. Bill, we can't click the link if you want to share it individually in the chat. Well, we we better vet link that's being sent, especially if it was a Google search for queer shop, queer shops in the Sw- ten, yeah, right. Twin Cities area. Um, so Dawson's never shot a firearm before, and we went to a uh, range in Vegas. He got to shoot a two forty nine saw, which is a machine gun, but the first gun he shot was a six hour pistol. And here's a guy who's never shot before. He got, what, a minute, two minutes instruction from the guy at the range? Something like that. First shot, center mass. Second shot, center mass. Third shot, center mass. We're like, what on earth? How's this guy hitting at like 10 yards? How's he hitting this target <laughs> at 10 yards? And he just looks back. He's like, video games. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a picture that I can try to get up. You know. Oh, yeah. I got video of you. Maybe we'll, we'll pull that up on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here, Bridget? Um, so there's not a whole lot of other comments other than people going back and forth. Um, but Kathy did add to her previous comment that um, the 18-year-old hand glider doesn't expect the government to pay for it. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we all agree with that True. one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, do we know the status right now on getting transgender surgeries paid for on the taxpayer's dime? That wasn't. Oh, I'm sure it's going to happen. What, that wasn't the HHS omnibus bill, I think, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Did we? Because who was who voted on the HHS omnibus bill yesterday? Was that the uh, that was the yeah, it was the Senate. I wish I had my notepad All right, here. Well, to be able to yeah, I wish we were more prepared here on that one. Um, see, this is tough. Like we we track legislation like as good as anyone, but even things are slipping through the cracks. First of all, we didn't think that this bill was going to be heard on Friday, and it might still not. You know. I think the political junkies here um, will go live tomorrow and bring you coverage, live reaction to it if it's done 
um, earlier in the day. At this point, the Senate is planning on meeting, gaveling in at 9 in the morning or 9.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, 9 in the morning. And then they're going to recess, apparently, and then who knows how long they recess for. Mm-hmm. They might go late in the night again. Yep. Because isn't that what happened with the last time they passed this bill? It was 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning? Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, they want to get it done when uh, nobody's watching, and nobody's watching in the middle of the night except, you know, people like us to pay attention, you know, so... Even our whole team fell asleep eventually, right? Yeah, eventually. I, I think I, you were the last one to stay up. Yeah, I was like up until about four thirty in the morning. And then there was no more. I had no more energy. Yeah, poor Jesse. <laughs> um, I need to announce the winners of our gift card giveaway, Shields, which is not super woke. When we wanted to do our giveaway, we, we probably like, got about ten minutes before we got a scoot. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's what I'm looking at the oh. clock. Yeah, William and Jesse got to head out. There's uh, Dawson. That's your target. Yep. Now, I, I, so if there's any haters out there, first of all, he shot a machine gun. Machine guns are not precision firearms. They're meant to basically cover an area, a small area. And machine guns walk too, so you're not just going to place the same bolt in the same area. That's why the, that's why the M4 has a three round burst. Actually, they had fully automatic uh, M4 there, but most of the uh, most of the handgun shots were. Right. Yeah, you can see that's the nine mil. So it's a white. So the small. So it's five five six was the rifle rounds. So that's actually a smaller circumference. It's much more energy than the nine mil, but it's a smaller circumference. Heck yeah. So you see the big ones. So what you were doing is your first. If you look in the middle, those were your first ones. The handgun, and then you start creeping to left. But you know, from my vantage point, Dawson, those are still good groupings. I don't know what a grouping is. A grouping means like how closely they're placed to each other. Oh, okay. There you go. Dawson's first time shooting. Ever. That's right. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> deep State. Uh, deep State Dawson. All right, there we go. So uh, winners of the gift cards. $50 gift card winner. Here we do, go. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Dennis Wiesenberg. Congratulations, Dennis. Dennis has actually been by the studio. Mm-hmm. Good guy. I like Dennis. So, Dennis, you're the winner of a $50 gift card to Shields. And for a $100 gift card to Shields, remember, if it was up to last Thursday, I think it was a week-long contest, people just had to uh, like us on Rumble and then enter in online. So the winner of the $100 Shields gift card will be sending this out to you, I think, digitally. I think it's digitally, not by mail, but is Sylvia Scheibel. Scheibel? Scheibel? Sylvia? You know who you are. Sylvia, thank you for uh, entering the contest. You won the $100 gift card to Shields. Uh, I know Dennis Wiesenberg will love the $50 one. That guy's a hunter. So, and, um, I think about shields is they got clothing and stuff like that too. You know, uh, she could buy one of those, um, what do you call those, uh, mugs that you like, uh, Bridget, the, not, I was gonna say hydro flask. That's Stanley not cup. it. Stanley. Stanley cups. Yeah. Stanley I got one. cups. I finally yeah. got myself one and they're amazing. There you go. You get, I'm sure they sell those at shields, sponsored. right? We are not sponsored. <laughs> we are not getting money from them. We're not getting sponsored. We're trying to convince Jake to do uh, Stanley Cups with the Afrel logo on them and sell them. I think that would be a so expensive. They are expensive. But it'd be that was the it. problem. They were so expensive. Mm. Um, I want to say something. I didn't tell you guys this. Uh, so Dawson and I are at the NAB show, so National Association of Broadcasters. And uh, this is the biggest trade show for s- studios, broadcasting, stuff like that. We... Dale and I went there last year with this time, Dawson, because Dawson's coming on a year. 
working wow. in a studio, basically building the studio. Isn't that crazy? And, um, and you know, you learn about all the newest and greatest stuff um, on uh, on running a studio, running production. I'm going to just put it this way, guys. We got some really fun stuff in store for you. Because you guys tune in, and I'm humbled by this because we continue to grow. It's unbelievable. We continue growing every week. And so we want to bring a lot of new things to you. And I, I just think you're going to be amazed by the things we got in store for you. They'll be coming soon. But um, we're walking around this. And you can imagine these are people in broadcast and stuff like that. We're not t with a bunch of conservatives, mm -hmm. right? Mostly apolitical. If there's political leanings, it stops it way. Mm -hmm. But there's these two gentlemen walking around with Trump hats, mega hats. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, Dawson, I got to go find out what these guys are all about. <laughs> they run a small radio station. I think it does the syndicated talk show hosts like, mm. you know, the Hannity's and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glenn Beck's The World. Mm. Uh, in, uh, is it near Sacramento? It's somewhere, in, small small market in uh, California. Mm. There's actually three of them. One of them was wearing a uh, MAGA hat. Mm. But good dudes, and uh, we might have them on the show at some point. They're pretty awesome <laughs> nice. people. So ran into those people in Vegas. Anything else before we sign off here in terms of comments there, Bridget? Um, Tucker mentioned a couple times, so I think he wants us to read it, that Scott Jensen is suing um, Keith Ellison. Yep, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, obviously Keith. Yeah, just quickly on that, Keith Ellison's obviously been targeting Scott Jensen, and you know they've been after his medical license. You know it's it's ridiculous. Let the guy practices, practices business. Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot about this. Uh, we have to mention it because our last show was about the new tax the Democrats offered, and it's basically the Amazon tax. They're taxing deliveries. It's seventy five cents on every delivery to your household. Uber Eats. Amazon packages, mm -hmm. Target online, whatever it is, right? 75 cents. The idea that the Democrats are for the small guy, that is a ridiculous thing at this point, right? Mm -hmm. They are definitely not for the small guy. Um, that actually passed the Minnesota House yesterday. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty shocking. And uh, luckily we hear that the Senate might not pass something nearly as bad. But, you know, any tax increase is just a slap in the face of the people, you know? Uh, I don't know why these politicians think they're so entitled to our money, but uh, it's just disgusting what they want to do. And in a year that we have a $21 billion budget surplus. Right, too, and they like, say the Democrats say tax the rich, yeah. and then they're taxing everybody they're not taxing, else. Yeah, they're know? not taxing the rich. Yeah. Right? yeah. They're taxing you, 75 cents, every package. That adds up after a while. So mm -hmm. there you go. All right, we are going to uh, end it there. We'll be back. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to do a show on Tuesday because we were out of town. The political junkies will bring you live coverage um, possibly tomorrow, depending on when this thing happens. Mm -hmm. And then otherwise, the Truth Hurts show will be back on Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.